What is up everyone, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode, I just have a couple quick announcements. First off, thank you for tuning in. The support on the podcast so far has been amazing. We're super excited about the community that we're building here with Move Local. So we cannot wait to continue to grow and meet more amazing people. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head over there and follow us, move.local as well as sign up for our newsletter if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on any new releases of episodes, of merchandise, of exciting news that we have coming up for the Move Local community. Head over there, sign up so you do not miss out. You can find that in the bio on Instagram or in the show notes below of this episode. And then lastly, guys, if you've liked or took value from any one of our episodes so far, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your podcast, subscribe to Move Local, and drop us a review and a rating. It really helps our podcast grow. It helps us get good feedback from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want us to improve on, so that we can continue to provide you with the best content possible and grow this amazing community. That is all I have for today. Enjoy this episode of Move Local. Welcome to the Move Local podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Dundas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We want to be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Move Local podcast brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton, and alongside me today is my bearded friend, Don. Don, how are we doing? Great. Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day out. Just uh, came in and we got to watch my daughter's Christmas concert this morning. That was fun. It was digital, but it was uh, ever so cute. Yeah. The kids coming together. Yep. We're getting We're getting close. As we record this, it's what, the 17th? So Santa, yeah. Santa's on his way soon. Yeah, I've still got some work to do on that front. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we're excited to be back with a, with another episode. We have Danielle Rizzo on the podcast today. She is the owner of Millworks Creative Space, which is literally across the road from, from our spot here. We get to peek on over there and see all the, uh, the creative and fancy stuff that they're doing on a daily basis. So we're excited to uh, have her on. Danielle, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to be here. You guys are great. And- It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm always so <laughs> curious of like what's going on in that building when when I peer out and there's like flashes and flashes in the windows and, and like movie crews seems like and I'm like oh, there's people throwing skids off yeah. the, uh, the like, second floor. I'm like there's got to be some. Oh, that one. <laughs> there's some cool stuff going on there. <laughs> it's all it's different. It's different every day. It's a lot of fun. You never know what to expect, and uh, yeah, I enjoy it. It's a, a lot of people. How uh, how long have you been? Go- how long has it, has it been a thing? I, um, I'm not familiar. For about two years. So yeah. we opened probably November 2019, and we're open for about four months before everything hit. And then, uh, so in total, about two years now. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And what kind of sparked that? Because I know, and and I don't know much about your background, but I was mm-hmm. creeping your Instagram a little bit, <laughs> um, just to kind of get a, a sense. And I know you were in like the stylist space. Yeah. And then now, kind of moving into more of like your the entrepreneurial role yeah. here at Create. Like, how did that all come to to be? So I kind of grew up in a family of like fashion entrepreneurs. So my dad was in retail. My grandfather was in retail. 
um, I kind of grew up in that world where I kind of felt like I always had my own business because they were always asking me their opinions on like what kind of clothing they should have in the store, the fabrics that should be there. And then my love for clothing and working for them kind of translated into styling later on. And I kind of dove into that and, uh, started doing some styling for like TV commercials and movies and I found it was a lot of fun and I enjoyed it, but I also missed like the business aspect of a career. So I kind of tried to mold both of them together when I uh, moved out of Toronto into Burlington and kind of saw the building and everything just kind of sparked and came together. So. And that was kind of, so when you moved back from Toronto Mm -hmm. to here, that's when you wanted to merge these two and create like, the yeah. works is that that it yeah pretty much it was I was styling I was loving what I was doing but I was missing something and then I uh, I saw the building I walked through it and ideas just started kind of sparking in my head where I'm like oh this could be you could have crazy art stalls over here or you could have a workspace over here or this could look like a bedroom and it just kind of all started to come together slowly as I walked through I'm a very visual person so when I see things it just kind of all comes together yeah I mean the, the space is is beautifully styled it's great like I uh, whenever I walk through there I always get you know interesting ideas of what you know what what could be done in those 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 spaces especially that second floor zone yeah mm-hmm. I love that space mm-hmm. so like what then allowed it to go from like this idea like this visual idea that you get walking through it to now to becoming a business like what what, what happened in between those like how did you actually start to make this a business because I think ideas are always yeah. great, right? It, um, was, it was about eight months of very hard work. It was me going to my dad actually and saying I have an idea. Um, he kind of directed me in the in uh, the way that of the of the person that owned the building, and from there I kind of told him the idea. He was like, "This is cool, but like, why is it going to work?" And I started calling the uh, economical development center in Hamilton. And started asking questions. It was, what does Hamilton need? What does Dundas need? Where, where, where is it at right now with film? Where is it at right now with photography? Um, what other businesses are already doing this? And every day I was just calling and asking um, a lot of questions. And then I would meet with them once a week to try to kind of go over what would and what wouldn't work. Um, I was going to every co-working space, every studio in and around the areas just to kind of see what everyone was doing. And then I think about eight months later, um, after kind of realizing that it's something that could be viable, um, one of the owners of the building was just like, do you want to go for it? Do you want to just try? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I do. Let's go. And then uh, for the next four months from there, it was trying to find third-party websites that I could throw the pictures on to see what would stick, what would happen. Uh, I created our website and then I would just email out um, to anybody that I used to style with, so photographers, models, modeling agencies, um, any creatives that I had known I would email the website to, um, try to get them to come in. I started doing creatives. So a creative is when I would call like a photographer that I would work with. We'd call a modeling agency, uh, get some models in, and just try to take some photos in the space for free and collaborate. Mm. Um, So we tried to get some content for the studio. And yeah, it was a really long, hard eight months. It took a lot of work, but it definitely paid off and it was a lot of fun. You mentioned the the film scene. And I know like Mm -hmm. certainly um, in the past like four or five years, like Hamilton 
everywhere you turn, there's there's film film studios or film um, base camps set up, right? Yeah. Um, like, what percentage of the work that goes through there? Like, how often are are they filming in there? In, uh, in uh, like in Millworks? Yeah. There, I would say film probably occupies about. 30% of our business and then another 30% is probably music videos mm-hmm. um, and then the rest of it is probably uh, photography a lot of between family and branded but the amount of film that comes in is uh, I wasn't necessarily expecting it in the beginning yeah. so it was pretty cool to see that world come in and and utilize the space in a lot mm-hmm. of different ways too because sometimes they'll build out sets sometimes they'll use my sets which is kind of cool to see them like like what I've done inside mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely it's definitely different. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, maybe take us through like how people actually utilize the space. Like for mm-hmm. example, if I was someone that was looking to use Millworks, like what what is the options that I have, and how can people access that? So there's a few different options. So if you are a creative in any way, um, we have semi-private art stalls that are kind of like little cubicle offices. Um, so you can come in, you can use, you can work out of those spaces and create your own little office. And then we have a little co-working space as well. People can come in and use those daily and just bring your computer in, do some work. We have a few, a handful of private offices and then the studio part of it, there's about seven different spaces. Um, they're all set up differently. Um, so we have a bedroom, a one I like to call the cottage that's kind of set up like a living room. You would just go online or give me a call or email me. You can take a look at all the pictures that we have, um, decide which one you want, and you can just book directly online by the hour if you're doing photography. If you're doing videography, um, you can email me, and then we can kind of give you a tour of the space, see what works best. A lot of, a lot, for video, they usually have a lot more questions to ask when it comes to sound or um, areas where it's more quiet, um, things along those lines. So I try to give every client that comes in like more of a personal touch almost and kind of give them an experience where they come in, we can tour them, we can, I can answer any questions that they need and, and go through the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cubicle spaces, are they like rented monthly or quarterly or? They're rented monthly. They're usually yeah. a four month commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, but majority of the people we have have been with us from the very beginning, which has been nice. So yeah. that part of the business, I think since COVID, we've actually expanded a lot because you have a, you still have a space where you can have community mm-hmm. and you can come in and work every day, but you also have like a private, a more private space where you can stay six feet apart and mm-hmm. kind of still have that community but feel safe in a space. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, I would imagine, as, a, as an artist to sort of have some, um, you know, create, uh, more creativity around you, sort of yeah. inspirations and just sort of, yeah. I, I can only, I, I know <clears throat> personally my inspirations sort of like ebb and flow just from like, you know, yeah. my creativity around the business that we've got here. And mm-hmm. so I can only imagine when, you know, um, you know, art is the primary outlet that, that there's sort of ebbs and flows in that. So having that community is really totally. Valuable. And I, I find that when people come in, that's kind of something always infi- inspires me. I feel like creatives are very visually inspired. So you, it's kind of cool to see when somebody walks through the space for the first time that they'll walk and look at someone's stall and their, their eyes light up from a mm-hmm. piece of art that they see in someone else's space. Mm-hmm. Or if you go over to Taylor's stall, she's got all these vintage clothing. Or you walk over to Maria's stall and she has all these beautiful cakes that she makes. Um, you go to Jessica's stall and she has all these beautiful pieces of art. Or Laura's, who have, she has all of her um, greeting cards. So there's just, it's something different everywhere. And a lot of the creatives are in a bit of a different space. So it's, 
don't know, it, it's, it is inspiring and even changes like my outlook on the business sometimes when I walk through all of their different spaces and it gives me new ideas and yeah. Is there ways that you try to like foster that creativity like through the way that you set up the space or the way that like even the people that come into the space to utilize it? Is there anything that you do specifically to, to help that out? Um, maybe just the flow of of the space itself because when you do walk through you kind of walk through sections of the spaces so most of our clients when they would come in for the first time if they're coming in for a photography session they would walk through the back so you actually walk through everybody's art stalls um just through the center hallway and then you get to the co-working space and so it's different every time you walk through a different space there's about three or four different spaces that you would walk through and be like oh i didn't know that was here um so i think the flow of it um and then i also think allowing some of the creatives and the artists to like hang up some of their art or showcase things in and around the space has also really helped to foster Mm -hmm. that. Um, And just kind of letting them express themselves and I guess create the community. Like we've probably gone from 12, there was 12 of us to 44 of us now. So just seeing the amount of people that come in and out and the different things they do, I think that's really what, what helps. Yeah. And, and do you find that those those 44 people, certainly when it's a small group like 12, there's a lot of like cohesion there. You're sort of like all have a common vision of, you know, and like excited about that, right? Yeah. As the space grows, as the you've built out to 44 um, people in that sort of co-working and cubicle mm-hmm. um, art space, um, do, do you do anything to sort of promote that sort of like networking and sort of collaboration and... Um, community aspect yeah we've been trying like I mean it's harder with COVID right now because you haven't been able to meet in larger groups um, or some people don't feel as comfortable as doing that right now so as of right now we try to send out a lot of newsletters and emails and try to get groups like smaller groups of people together to kind of go over ideas um, and what they'd like to see in the space because uh, I could dictate it but it's also all of their spaces so I kind of like to get their opinions and their ideas on what they'd like to see in the space so mm-hmm. that they're all happy um, in the new year uh, when things kind of come down a little bit we'd really like to start doing Thursdays or the last Thursday of the month to try to do some sort of networking event with all of the members to kind of hang out chat get to know each other a little bit better and then also bring in one other person if they'd like to to kind of hang out see the space and, and mm-hmm. chat a little bit more about that yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I know. I know a lot of like um, larger buildings, uh, like in Toronto and places mm-hmm. like that. They've they've there's actually been like some tech companies sort of create like more of an online experience around that because they're they're so sort of like segmented, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, you've got a unique opportunity where it's a fairly small, tight group to to really build a strong community and have people draw more creatives in. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's cool that you've got that sort of plan for the new year yeah definitely a little bit more of I guess a personal touch mm-hmm. so I guess I grew up in like a, I grew up in a family business where everything was very hands-on and very we always tried to be the people that were there to work with everybody together so it's kind of nice to do the same thing mm-hmm. yeah and I'm sure like other creative people are looking for that environment like yeah. I'm not familiar with that space at all but I could imagine that there's some place there's other places that offer the same thing that you're offering that maybe it be at a larger scale and a little bit more like hey come in use the space get out like we don't necessarily foster maybe as much of like the community aspect that it sounds yeah. like you're trying to foster and I think that's always a 
bonus if you're someone I mean at least if I was a creative seeking out that I would want to have that opportunity yeah kind of like a big family yeah not just like a, we don't want anyone to feel like they're a number or they're just someone there everybody knows everybody and run chats and tries to get to know each other and it's really nice to kind of feel like it's not just community like we've for two years now a lot of us have been together and mm-hmm. support each other are there for each other and it's it's nice yeah talking about like the building itself like i i'm not i'm new to the area so like i know this building's been around for a long time Mm -hmm. um and uh, take me through like is is the history part of what drew you to it is it still an aspect of the building itself or of like yeah of the building itself with what you're doing like take me through that the building was built in 18 i think it was 1836 or 18 yeah 1836 i love i've always loved old architecture so it was between this building and another building. And as soon as I saw this building, I was kind of hooked. <laughs> I was like, can we go inside? I need to go inside. I want to see what's going on. And when you walk upstairs into the second floor, you go from like original hardwood um, and just um, original hardwood and like regular. Um, there's a, I, I, okay. <laughs> it's okay. So, and then you walk into the other space and you go into what I call the loft, the annex in the cottage, and you have these like really high ceilings, white uh, whitewashed beams, this really cool like exposed brick that's all painted white. And I've always been really drawn to like just that aesthetic itself. Um, so as soon as I walked in, I was just hooked. I just, my ideas started going. When I actually first wanted to start the business, Art Stalls wasn't something that was in my mind. It was just co-working in studios. Um, but as soon as I walked in, one of the first things I said was, this would be really cool for art stalls. And we just kind of made it come together. So the building really helped inspire the business as well, yeah. um, just walking through it. And I don't think the business would be the same if the building wasn't there. It really helped evolve um, how we did things. Do you get feedback from the people that utilize the space on that as well? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel like a lot of people can't find these types of buildings anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are tearing them down and turning them into condos, which are also beautiful, but it's nice to still be able to have something from that time that you can come in and, and make look pretty and see how other people utilize that space to do make things look pretty too in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also kind of cool to see it those spaces change from like somebody coming in who wants to do an art gallery to someone doing a family for or a family photo shoot to someone coming in to do yoga to someone coming in to do a brand shoot or, or film it's it's cool to see something that old just be utilized in so many different ways yeah and i can imagine for for you being someone who's trying to like curate that kind of stuff like being able to see the variety and how people utilize the space. There's probably so many times where you're like, Oh, I never thought that that would be a way that like we could, u- they would utilize the annex or the cottage. And like, you're like, Oh, d- this is cool. Like yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of those moments. So many. And it was, I think too, with COVID, like as much as I, COVID has been something in our lives that has been a negative. I've also looked at it as a positive because there's been so many things I don't think that we would have done or the business wouldn't have evolved to if, it didn't happen. Um, different phone calls that I got. I had one phone call from a woman um, who uh, was doing yoga and she no longer had a space. And she called me, she's like, is there anywhere you could, like, is there anywhere in the building I could use? And I was like, yeah, of course, like, come in, let's do a tour. And she was amazing. And um, she started doing yoga 
Monday through Friday from 5.30 to 8 a.m. every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not something I ever thought I would do in the space, but it's a really cool Mm -hmm. way to utilize it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of different things like that that people would just call or we'd just comment, comment, people would comment or ask. And it's a... I stopped calling it a film and photography studio and just call it, started calling it a creative space because yeah. really you can utilize it for whatever your heart desires. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Are, are you, do, do you have the, is part of your space like the, the old basketball court zone? Not or? anymore. Oh, okay. It was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I saw some, some action happen in there. So, and what what is it now that's in there? So that is uh, John Pritchard. He owns, I think it's a salvage. It's um it's an antique store. Okay. So he has, I think he's going to be doing interior design. Um, he's got a, a lot of beautiful antiques. Cool. Um, so he's gonna have a little shop in there. I think he will be open by like January seventeenth. Mm. I'm around that. Cool. People to start going in. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some action. I wasn't sure if that was like your like the, the you engaged him into that space or. It wasn't uh, me, but I'd like yeah. to use all of his furniture upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got a few chats with him. Nice little brand collabo. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what um, What do you? I mean, you you know, you're two two years, right? You said. Yeah. What do you hope to see continue to happen with like Millworks? Like, do you have a vision for what you want to continue to evolve in? Or are you kind of just letting it kind of grow in its own way? Like, kind of both, to be honest. Um, I've just kind of let it kind of grow on its own for the last two years and see the, it see how the space has been utilized by other people and let that kind of dictate the direction. Um, but the last little while, because of what I've seen, I'd like to kind of create more solid spaces for people who do like yoga and another solid space for people who do, who want to do more workshops. Um, we get a lot of people, especially with what happened with COVID, um, a lot of, I mean, website sales for people have been a big thing. So I'd like to create a space where people can come in and do product shots and the mm, price of that space cool. not be as expensive as the actual studios that have a smaller one and have equipment for them to rent. Um, we're also looking at opening a few different uh, other locations within the Hamilton area, mm. um, as well as kind of getting into a few Airbnbs that can be used as Airbnb and as studio. So we have one right now in Hamilton and hopefully in the next six to seven months, we'll have a few more. So kind of growing that, yeah. and then at the same time, I'll probably want to grow the art stalls as well, but in some, we'll say semi-private, and some I'm looking at trying to figure out how we can create a little bit more of a private closed-off space uh, for people who need a private office but can't afford that really high-end mm-hmm. private office. I want to try to find like an intermediate way to find a more affordable space for them to have a door on that space too. How much like um, unused space do you have in that space in that area still? Uh, I only have one stall available right now, okay. and uh, we have room to build two or three more. And I'm actually two of our members right now in the art stalls need a bit of bigger space because their business is growing too. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna do three art three more art stalls, but instead I think with them we're gonna kind of take that open space and try to design two bigger stalls for them mm. where the doors do close off um, and and we'll have those two. And then other than that, we're pretty full at the moment. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, good it's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you the sole captain of this, this ship? Yep. Yeah. How's that? It's a lot. Yeah. It is. Um, 
different every day and some days I'm really really busy and I can't get off my phone and some days it's just nice and peaceful but it is I'm always learning I'm always trying to figure out what we can do to make it better I'm always asking questions from the members and the people around to see what we can do better to make them enjoy the space but it's a lot of work it's especially when you have so many different facets to the business in different areas mm. you're always trying to figure out in the art stall space how you can make it better for them and then try to redecorate different studios and then try to do the accounting and <laughs> so it is a lot the end of the month sometimes is a little stressful but i don't think i would ever change it yeah yeah what do you think um what do you this and feel free to not answer this one yeah but, um what, what do you what do you think has been like your uh, your strongest asset that you brought to it like what do you think has made it because obviously like two years being fully fully booked mm -hmm. you're you know that's pretty successful i'd say yeah. um so what do you think your strongest sort of um characteristic that sort of has led you to that i think it's um being able to adapt and communicate with the people that come into the space um i think a lot of times in certain businesses you're very strict on how you do things and this is how the business is this is where it's going and I think with creatives, you have to be a little different. You have to be able to adapt and kind of figure out and grow with them. So um, I think a lot of people have come into the space. Like, I mean, how the memberships even started, for example, that wasn't something I was planning on doing, but somebody came in and they're like, well, I want to do it this way. And I was like, okay, let's, let's try to figure out how we can adapt what I'm already doing to what you need to do and then figure out how that makes sense for both of us. So... It's, yeah, it's probably like learning, listening, adapting to the atmosphere and um, being able to work with most people that come in because I don't, I want everyone to feel like it's their space too, not just mine. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. That's, that's great. Um, how do you, like, are you, do you still have a creative outlet then? Or, yeah. It, yeah? What is that? <laughs> it's mostly decorating. Um, I'm not a painter or a sculptor or I can't, I cannot draw at all. <laughs> um, but my creative outlet I got from my dad and he, my dad was always very visual. So he would go into um, a store and he'd be able to like re-merchandise product everywhere without even drawing a plan. And that's kind of my outlet is I was the same way when I was younger and I was styling and, and um, being a buyer and like working with clothing and stuff. And then at Millworks, it's playing around with the furniture and moving things around and um, decorating the studios and the space itself. Like I'm constantly trying to redecorate the space in the new year, we're gonna do a few changes too and um, researching new ideas and putting together mood boards. And mm -hmm. it's just, that's kind of my outlet is moving things around, making things look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. You got some? Um, why don't we why don't we transition into we do some rapid fire questions so okay. we'll, we'll throw a couple at you don't worry <laughs> nothing crazy um my first my first one would be like what is in the, this fair if you you say a couple or you don't have a favorite but like what are some of like your your favorite like creatives in in the your space right now that you that you're excited about like different members or different yeah members? like different and it doesn't have to be like specific mm. people but maybe some cool project cool project or something that you feel like is really exciting that's going on uh, that's going on right now. Hmm. 
probably the coolest over the last little bit I'll say because right now we've had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, family minis which is really cute to see because you see all these like little kids running yeah. in. Uh, and oh you know what actually okay sorry I do have one uh, we have one photographer that's come in the last two years and she brings in Santa Claus every year and Santa comes in he gets dressed for like a little while and then all of a sudden he bring in these little kids and you start hearing him start to jingle the bells and <laughs> these little kids are sitting there so excited and then he comes out and does his whole little spiel and then they go into the loft she books the loft every time and brings one family in a time to like kind of sit on Santa's lap and and take photos so that was really really cute to see and nice that she did it last year and then came back again um probably the other two and they were more past was uh Hallmark came in last year which was probably the first time we ever had a big film in there and it was really cool to see them come in and um and then see it on tv later yeah that's awesome um I was like that schoolgirl kind of videotaping it later Just like waiting. I'm watching it on TV. <laughs> um, and then uh, Simon's department store came in last year too which was really cool to see them come in and uh, and then see the photos later on so yeah, yeah nice um, I see you have coffee here so we'll go with uh, yeah. favorite local coffee shop domestique I cannot not go see Chris every day. <laughs> it is yeah. too good. <laughs> it, 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 good coffee, good, good conversation. Exactly. They're all great in there. Quirky and, conversation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what would be like your favorite way to stay like active in the local community? Um, well, I like walking around downtown in general. Just I like walking around and just kind of seeing everything that's going on. Um, I go to the F45, nice. which is great. Um, yeah, those are, oh, and bike rides downtown are really nice when yeah. it's not freezing outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not snowing. Yeah, exactly. You got, you got any, you got one on top of your head? No, I was, I was just going to say that like for, for you walking around downtown Dundas, I, yeah. like for, as a, as a former stylist and someone mm-hmm. who likes the, the design, I, I, I was, I, I would think dun, downtown Dundas has this like really quaint sort of, mm-hmm. it's always put together. It, it yeah, is. You know what I mean? Those like quintessential little towns like like Dundas and certain parts of downtown Hamilton I kind of almost compare to like walking down certain parts of New York City because they're always different they're always they're still older buildings um and I get it really inspired by like old architecture so it's really cool to see how all these different businesses utilize their storefronts and it's really cute down here yeah I love it yeah it is. It's a, it's a, it's nice that you can just like walk up the street and you yeah. just get this vibe. And it's mm-hmm. it, again, being newer to the community, like within the last year, I definitely still like, I feel that still. And yeah. It's like, I'll go to other places that I've been before. Like I spent a lot of time in London and like, there's just, I don't know. There's just something about it that's, yeah. that's different. And you can definitely feel that if, when you come to Dundas, I think. hundred percent. They have the character that a lot of other places are missing. Yeah. What uh favorite local restaurant? I constantly go to Detour for sandwiches, too. Oh, someone um, else I know does that <laughs> quite frequently. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at them. I also go to Domestique for a lot of sandwiches, too. Chris used to know my order regularly. The uh, ham, and, ham and brie was See, I'm, my I'm favorite. I'm big on the, the, the butter and cornichon. It's I've had like, that, too. Oh, so good. I, like, made my three-way through every sandwich they had there. <laughs> um Oh, the samosa place is really good too. Like, oh, there's a yeah. lot of good options. You Man and Don could go on. Really good. On, uh, we should go on walks together. On walks and lunch dates. Yeah, because yeah, that's Don was <laughs> always coffee and food. We're yeah, good. there we go. Italian. I don't know what your background is, but <laughs> Italians we love food. 
And then they just get we just got the the burnt tongue just opened up. Quite. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. The day that they the day that everyone in my studio is actually going, I was juicing that day. I was trying oh, to be healthy okay. before the holidays. I hear you. <laughs> um, is there anyone that you think would be good to have uh, on the podcast? Hmm. I mean, I have a lot of girls upstairs that would be amazing. Um, hmm. Mark would be entertaining. Mark's a headhunter, and. Uh, Mark's a headhunter at the studio, and Pam from 10 West, actually. She's one of my favorites. She's been with us from the very beginning. She's a local photographer. She loves the area. She used to be part of the BIA a while ago. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've actually heard of um, Pam from 10 West. Has she, she's been with you from the start? Yeah, she was okay. actually uh, downtown Dundas first, and then she uh -huh. started looking for a new space. And uh -huh. then, so she's been with us. Yeah, just over two years, I think, cool. now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like I, I remember where her old shop was. By Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it should be good. All right, last question. What, what, uh, what does Move Local mean to you? I think it means community, and I think that it means um, connection and kind of helping each other grow together and support the community. Love it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Danielle, thanks so much for your time. appreciate it. This was a great conversation. Um, thanks for taking time out of your busy day. I know it's been a little bit hectic today, um, so we appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. Awesome. Thanks so much.